Go For Side Effects is sponsored by Wild Branch Products. Wild Branch is a truly pure cannabis oil. They make CBD containing 0.00% THC and no carrier oils. Use Wild Branch oils and salves to calm, cool, and soothe your body, leaving you pain-free. I put on the salve. I used the oils. I was able to walk for hours. I believe in this product 100%. Use promo code GWI podcast for 15% off. Use promo code GWI podcast for 15% off. Click the link below. Thank you. See, y'all got me all messed up. Welcome to Go For Side Effects. I'm your host, Kevin Simon, and my co-host, John. We once again Hello, got everyone. Shannon Lee. How's everybody doing? Awesome, awesome, awesome. All right, doing Shannon, well, since I really screwed up my intro, uh, go ahead and I, I, first, I want everybody to know that you are a Go For veteran, and I would like for you to tell them what years you were in and what branch of the service you were in in case they didn't watch any of the other episodes. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so I'm a Gulf War veteran, and I was in technically the uh, tail end of um, from 1991 to about 1998. And so although I was not uh, deployed overseas, of course, um, we were still considered part of that just in case something stirred back up. So um, I did receive all those lovely vaccinations that we all got. And um, that was, I believe, a, a big factor contributing to the Gulf War symptoms that I personally experienced since other than, you know, other environmental toxins that we're all exposed to in the military, there wasn't, you know, anything that would really deliberately point to that. And I was in supply, so I did deal with hazmat a lot. It did go to um, the Kitty Hawk, Shitty Kitty, as you all remember, and the, uh, the Nimitz, um, which is a nuclear ship as well. You bathe in that water and tell me you don't come out radiating. <laughs> so, um, you know. Wait, so wait, 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 wait. Are you telling me that I got two Navy people against an army man? I'm enjoying the hell yep. out of this. I'm going to yep. join the hell out of this segment right now, John, just to let you know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So, I, I, but also when you were talking about the vaccinations and stuff like that, Shannon, that's kind of, uh, I, I, there's so much we got to get into to this evening that well, I, I don't want to rush anything. So this is going to take as long as ever, as long as ever it's going to take. I don't care. So, but when you were in and me, you had several conversations about this, you were able to pretty much heal yourself. I did. Yes, absolutely. That was totally um, not necessarily on purpose. <laughs> it just, you know, it wasn't a, deli it, it was deliberate, but not deliberate. Like I didn't know what was going to happen. So when I started the protocol that I was starting, we were really just like pulling it out of our, you know, tail Ashes. ends. Ashes. <laughs> you can say ass is on this show. Here. We can, we can, we can, <laughs> we can cuss here. It's okay. <laughs> right. No children, right? That's right. 
Well, they they watch. Uh, it's that uh, viewers' discretion is advised. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but also saying. because me, you have talked, and you know me dealing with neuropathy and everything. We're going to go into what you introduced me to that really has helped me out a lot, which I'm running out, and we brought that up twice now. <laughs> but I want to first get in let's get into the 3m case because i know that's important that's time that is running out yeah that is time that is running out so 3m is uh you know they're uh they're running on thin ice um june 27th is the big date on the calendar it is the uh plaintiff's deadline to file their opposition brief in uh the hacker estes and Kiefer case so after this brief is filed, there's going to be oral arguments and a ruling from the 11th court. Why is that important? This is a big test of 3M's government contractor uh, defense. So 3M would basically be foolish to let the 11th circuit rule on this before settling the lion's share of these lawsuits. So why? Because if they lose and the U.S. Supreme Court refuses to take the case, 3M will have uh, fired their last arrow basically in their quiver. Um, at that point, why not keep trying the cases when the average successful jury payout has been around $18 million. So failing to reach a settlement before that ruling would be an existential threat to 3M, a company that's 120 years old. Um, hard to believe that that would be a risk worth taking for them. So um, average award to date is $18,516,027. And anybody that has served between 2003 and 2015 used 3M earplugs. They were standard issue um, across the board in boot camp um, for those, those years. Obviously, a lot of infantry guys uh, qualify for this, but pretty much, I mean, other than sitting your fat half itself up in the Pentagon. Is there any job in the military that's not noisy? <laughs> I don't wow. know. I, I haven't come across many. So um, you have an honor, honorable discharge, either um, a tinnitus rating that you already have and or have one um, pending or have put one in the past, even if they denied it, still shows that you um, had put, that you had an issue. So it would still qualify um, to, to get you in there. So and or hearing loss diagnosis. And the word diagnosis gets people a little bit caught up because they think a doctor has to say to them like, hey, Kevin, you have you know some hearing discrepancy here. Um, they're not going to say that based on the audiograms, even though they know it, they're going to let wait until you say something and be like, hey, I really can't hear, like I need to do something about this because it's affecting you know, my ability to, to communicate, right, effectively. And, my my whole entire life, whether it's work related or personal related or whatever it is. So, um, and typically, honestly, I've, I've helped veterans, you know, get their cases filed for the past year now. I've literally come across one person and I've, I've helped hundreds and hundreds. I've come across one person that actually had a rating that they get disability for hearing loss. So the point to that is that people don't get hearing loss disability money, they get hearing aids. And so, um, and that's why the, the VA doesn't give it out basically because they figure that it's treatable 
you know, with that. And so they're not going to give you money for it. But if you have it because of the military, you know, the, you heard the average payout. Now we kind of lowball people because we don't want to pie in the sky. You know, the numbers that we tell them, if you do have hearing loss can be anywhere from 70 to $200,000. That's tax-free money. That has nothing to do with your, your disability. It has nothing to do with the VA, you know, money that you get right now it has nothing to do with your retirement. It's two totally separate things. It's like, you know, understand 3M is a contractor. They are a private private company, you know, that is contracted by the government to provide those supplies. And they were defective supplies. They knew they were defective supplies and they sold them to them anyways and issued them out and caused literally over a million, possibly 2 million people hearing damage because of it. So they, they should pay and they should pay a lot. Well, and so, on top of that, I mean, hell, they should also be paying for the damn shots that they gave. They, they were, you know, defective, you know, and everything else. But uh, I mean, I do think the 3M case is important because there's a lot of vets out there. Uh, I mean, that are younger than us. Uh, I mean, not much younger, but younger <laughs> than us. I want to add that out. Maybe younger than you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, and I, I think I'm older than you, but I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. Not by much if you are, but to be honest, I mean, these guys are veterans too. And yeah. and this is what this program's about. Veterans helping. And, right. And, and all of us connected, coming together as one. And so, if they need to get a hold of you on the 3M because you deal with the attorneys, correct? Yes. Yep. We deal with the 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 number one, they're called MDLs, um, multi-district litigation. Um, and it's a huge, huge industry. So we deal with the 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 top guy that's been, you know, um on this case the pretty much the whole the whole time. So um yeah, we deal with the number one attorneys. And people need to realize. Everything that's done for the veterans, it's done on a contingency basis. So there's no upfront out-of-pocket costs. Um, what you actually pay is when and if they get you know, a, a compensation for you, an award for you, then when that gets, gets dispersed, it goes into the attorney's, um, it goes into an account that is in the attorney's name and your name. And so the attorney takes off the contingency fee and you just walk away with the rest. As I said, tax-free money, it's not income, it's compensation for um, personal injury. Yeah, because how, how do these people get a hold of you? Um, so they can uh, direct message me either through, at LinkedIn or on Facebook at Shannon Lee, and I'm sure you will have some links for them. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> but you better spell your name because it is... Different than anybody's ever spelled. I messed it up this morning. <laughs> I was like, gosh, she sees this. She's going to beat me up. <laughs> That's okay. Just replace the H with an I and you got it. That, yeah. yeah, exactly. You can't so, get any easier than Lee, right? <laughs> right. And, and I'll, I'll definitely have that up there. Now, um, is there anything else you want to bring up about the three and before we get into the next thing? Um, the Not with that particular, you know, the earplugs case per se, um, there is in the underbelly of the workings of the AFFF is also kind of out there. And I just want people to be aware of it um, that anybody, because literally over a thousand bases, um, every military ship ever 
created and used has used AFFF. And so that's your fire retardant. And okay. that's been seeping into the uh, water supply in, um, like I said, in and around over a thousand bases that they've, they've tested so far. So the point of that is it causes very um, like horrific cancers as if there's anything like right. not horrific, about any cancer, but lymphoma and breast cancers and, um, you know, leukemia and lung cancer, all these just these, these different cancer types um, that are, that come from that. Uh, so we don't necessarily have to have been in a position that you dealt with fire foam on a daily basis. You could have just lived in and around that base at a, you know, during a certain period of time and then uh, have gotten some kind of cancer uh, from that. So it's a, it's a test of PF, uh, OAs, PFAS in the, in the cells and in the system, that's going to be the, the culprit to that. Oh, well, wait, wait till next week's show. Next, Shannon, week, next, got, week, ooh, next week's show is going to be fabulous. Go ahead, John. Oh, I just got a question, Shannon. I'm going to go backwards here a little bit because I, I, I've heard about it, but I, I got to be honest and say, it. I know there's, a, you know, a lawsuit having to do with ear, the earplugs um, because I haven't done much reading because I haven't had necessarily a reason to, to read it, I guess. Um, what is it about the earplugs that makes them defective? Um, as far as I know, they would pop out um, and they really didn't, uh, they weren't snug into the ear. So it, uh, they were the black and yellow earplugs specifically. Um, most people remember that some people still have them. And um, so, yeah, the, there was a defect in the, in the design of it. So yeah, oh. and they, okay. they just, they didn't work. And, okay. and to let everybody know, we're also going to be, we got a lot to cover tonight. I'm even going to be taking calls. So to let everybody know, I am going to be taking calls this evening, not right now. So I'll let everybody know when to call in and I'll go over that a little bit more. So the next thing I want to get into, uh, you know, we're going to cover, now we're going to cover the wild branch products. And I'm going to say a few words about that before you do. And then okay. we're, and then we're going to cover the pact act. And also we're going to cover a little bit about camp Lejeune because that's going to be next week's topic. Uh -huh. But I want to tell y'all, I have never in my life. And I, I am, I've tried, uh, Shannon knows I've tried CBD. I've tried everything. With Wild Branch products, I have not tried the CBD. So I can't give 100% testimonial on that. On the but oil. It is a, of the oil. On the oil. But let me tell you, the product that Shannon was like, hey, I'm going to send you this product where she's going to talk about it. And everybody knows who's listening to the show, I have real bad neuropathy. I cannot wear tennis shoes for the life of me. And so when she sent me this product, and I, it was a sab. And let me tell y'all, I literally put this on my feet, and I, and I told my wife before I will let Shannon come on talk about it or anything like that. I'm going to try this product. And so she's like, "Yeah, try it." So we happened experimental. I went to a Christmas. Uh, I think it was uh up in. Uh, Navasota and Brian Cause Station area. And 
I put this salve on. I put on my tennis shoes and I walked for six hours. And the whole time, my wife's like, how's your feet? I said, perfect. I've never experienced a product that actually worked that didn't have THC. Yes, I'm going to say it. I'll say it on air. The product when I put on THC usually lasts me about three hours. That literally lasted me all night. I, I didn't have to rub my feet or nothing. So let's get into the Wild Branch products that you do have for the veterans that are suffering from chronic pain. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's my favorite topic, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so the CBD that's in the, the salve, which the salve is actually the signature product. Um, that product was specifically created um, for the producer's father-in-law who had debilitating and cripple, crippling neuropathy. So he was um, always an active uh, man. He did marathons and 10Ks and 5Ks and was very active all his life. Uh, as he got older, he developed diabetes and from diabetes, of course, he developed neuropathy. And so it got to the point where he actually couldn't even walk um, and, and move around. So it really uh, took a toll on the quality of his, his life. And he was suicidal. Uh, he's like, you know, if I can't walk around, I don't want people waiting on me hand and foot. And this is just not the life that he wanted to live. He was literally suicidal. So they were desperate, so to speak, to find something that would help him. And so they, they did some research, did some looking around. They approached the Amish community and the Amish had preserved a plant, um, a hemp plant that they had bred out the THC 100%, um, no THC. Cause I mean, anybody knows the Amish community, they don't want that, right? <laughs> so even though there is medicinally, um, there's some, purpose to THC, right? Um, for people with Parkinson's and, and, um, you know, different kinds of things, appetite and, and motor skills, that kind of thing. But overall it's the CBD. That's the, really the power horse. And the problem is when you get more THC, it covers the receptor of the CBD. So the more THC you get, the more CBD you need. If you are a person that actually needs healing, from whatever it is that you're dealing with. So that salve is the oil, right? It's combined with, it just has three ingredients. So it's um, African imported African raw shea butter and it's, um, and it's coconut oil, uh, an organic coconut oil and the CBD. And there's two and a half times more CBD in that product than any product on the shelves. And there's a reason why because there's a dirty little secret in the CBD industry. There's a few of them actually that most people are not aware of. And so when it comes to the oil, can I show the oil? Yep. <laughs> this is the oil. Um, when it comes to the oil itself, so we talk about usually tinctures, right? We talk about a one ounce bottle. Um, you talk about tinctures and the oil in and of itself, when you get a tincture from any company out there, first of all, the manufacturers in the CBD business are almost 100%, not 100%, not but almost pretty close to the same people. They just changed the label, right? You all have heard of private labels, white labels, right? So you have a label and they're, uh, that's you know somebody's label, but they're all pretty much coming from the same manufacturers. When it comes to the plant, when you get a THC-free labeling laws, allow them to say THC-free, even though you get 0.3 to 0.5% uh, 
0.03 and 0.05% THC. So it's still in there because they they can't, they haven't bred it out, they can't get it all out, but it's allowable by law and they can say that it's THC free. However, it's not. And that little bit of THC, only 20% of the population really has the ability to um, metabolize it, have the enzymes to metabolize it and it without making them anxious, you know, or groggy or have some kind of semi-negative side effect, right? So, um, so in that one ounce bottle of oil, the tincture by definition means that it's diluted down. So it's diluted down uh, two to 20%, which means you have a one ounce bottle that's 30 milliliters. So if this is 100%, you come down 50, come down to 25, come down to 10, and then go all the way down to two. And I say two because the number one uh, white label seller in the country dilutes theirs down to 2%. Yeah. And so that means 98% of that bottle is a carrier oil, which is typically uh, MCT, which is a medium, train, a medium triglyceride. And it is derived from a coconut oil, but there's processes in order to separate the MCT from the from the coconut oil, so that includes solvents and um, or chemicals of of some kind, right? So then, um, and then whatever other additives or fillers that they put into it. So CBD is known if you put anything with it, it's going to enhance the efficacy of that other product as well, right? So if you're taking a CBD that's only two percent, um, and if it's an isolate, guess what? You're only getting one strain of CBD. CBD works best, there's hundreds of strains of them and they work best when you get as many as you can because they work synergistically together in your body to support every system in your body because every trillion of cells that you have have receptors for that CBD. So we literally are deficient in the endocannabinoids even though we do make them ourselves, they get used up. Mothers make them in their breast milk. Um, so you can have, you know, chocolate, but they're not in, in high amounts by any means and that kind of thing. So it's just very minimal amounts. So, um, so that's kind of one of the, the secrets. And so people go, well, I tried CBD. It didn't work for me. Well, that's probably the reason because either a, you most likely got one that was super watered down. And then if you look at the milligramage, right? Um, so the highest that I've come across for humans uh, consumption, it's been around 3000 milligrams. They charge about $300 for that um, product. And um, when you have a one ounce tincture that has 3000 milligrams, that's in the whole bottle. It's not per serving, right? So you gotta break that down and figure out, well, how much am I getting per serving? Cause normally you're gonna take like a half a dropper to a dropper full to get um, you know, that larger amount of CD, CBD, which is still only going to be like a hundred milligrams. Right. So with our oil, this is why that product is so potent is because three drops of this oil is 200 milligrams of CBD. So in this one ounce bottle, there's 64,200 milligrams in this bottle. You don't put that on the label, but that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> 64,200 milligrams of CBD. That is 
0.00002 infinity, no THC whatsoever. So there is no psychoactive component at all. So you're like, you cannot overdose on CBD because your cells have, every cell that you have has receptors for it. So if you took the whole bottle, which you could, but I don't know why you'd want to take it all at one time, but let's say your animal or your child got into it and they didn't know, and they're like, hmm, because it's pretty tasty. <laughs> it's just very natural, earthy. Um, but, and the animals love it. You know, my cat eats it up and I'm thankful because otherwise she's like running across the, the ceiling. So, um, but when she does, she's, she's pretty chill. So, um, <laughs> but, you know, we say, you know, the, the serving size is like three, is three drops in the morning, three drops in the evening. Um, you will sleep, uh, as, my, as, as one of my veterans said, you'll sleep like a rock, um, not even sure that he moved. And so, uh, and then woke up, took it the next day, said, felt great, didn't have, you know, groggy head and actually felt motivated and to, as he said, get shit done. So, and I, I would agree to him and it's, it's calming. It helps you kind of focus and, and, you know, um, just really prioritize and, and just keep calm in, in some of the most stressful situations. So, um, and, that's, and, and I, I mean, uh, I, I will be the first testimonial on this site. I could not believe how well that stuff worked for, for my feet. And, 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 and me, you have talked from almost the very beginning. And yeah. I mean, I, where I could barely walk and all that stuff. I mean, I, I'm a firm believer in it. Well, but, and you're standing all day, right? Oh yeah. I stand all day, cut hair yeah. and, and everything. And yeah. I mean, I, and now I got to start putting on my damn fingers because my now, now my hands hurting. Right. Well, yeah, exactly. Occupational, you know, yeah. hazard for you. Exactly. Um, and that's exactly the, the story that, you know, the, the producer's uh, father-in-law experienced too. So within weeks he was walking again, within months he was running again and, still to this day leads an active life and he's you know in his like late 70s to 80s and i so, know we're going to put this up on the website but if anybody wants to order it how do they go about ordering it because we did have it up on the website and but things got kind of messed up then yeah you know, paypal will will mess you up with you with some cbd right <laughs> They don't support the sale of CBD. It doesn't matter that they don't know that there's no THC in it. Nobody, like, even though the army does purchase this product from us in bulk, um, and the uh, chief of the president of the uh, U.S. Fire De Department, the marshals, he also um, says it's the only product that they can use successfully without, obviously, popping any positive tests. And, um, you know, the people that need it the most... <laughs> You know, they need it the most. These first responders, the military, you know, veterans, obviously it's phenomenal with, um, you know, PTSD and TBI um, helps balance out the cardiovascular system, obviously the endocrine system, your hormones, digestive, um, vagus nerve, uh, your brain, your organs, everything balanced, bringing it into homeostasis. So um, there's nothing, I mean, it's, it's an amazing product. Um, and so, and that's the biggest thing. So we just use in our bottle, there are no carrier oils, there's no fillers. Um, 
it is 100% first cold pressed extra virgin oil, this whole bottle. Because CBD doesn't need a carrier oil. Do you use a carrier oil with your butter to get the benefits of the, of the esteric acid in it? Nope, you just eat the butter, right? And it does what it does. Right. So CBD doesn't need a carrier oil. It's all, it's all waste and, and non-essential for it, it's, it's taking away, you know, what it's doing. And the CBD that's in there is actually increasing the efficacy of the MCT, which, you know, kind of gives you energy, so to speak. So it's, they're using it to kind of balance off because of the THC. If it was going to make you groggy, they're using the MCT to, to kind of offset that, you know, that lethargy that you might feel with the THC. So, um, but ultimately I'm, I'm not a proponent for, and, um, and, and, and how do they order it? So they can go to wildbranch.store. Um, and I do have a, a veterans discount code uh, that I've set up in there. I believe we're doing a uh, 22% for the veterans um, as well. And so um, I think it's GWI 22. <laughs> and if it's not, I'll make it. <laughs> okay. GWI 22. <laughs> GWI 22. And so would that be the, the like a promo code? Yeah, that would be the promo code to get a discount off, um, you know, the, the, the products. And typically we sell the oil and the, and the salve together. And the reason is because obviously if you're having pain, you know, if it's on the outside or, or on the inside, either way, it, it starts here, right? When I first came on, we talked about your, your, your wellness is hundred percent mental. It happens in your brain first and what's going on in your brain. So you've got to get your brain healthy. And um, there's so much things that we've been exposed to at, at, at like in those vaccine, vaccines. So the adjunctives in the vaccines are always like aluminum and mercury and most recently graphene oxide, right? And so those all target the brain um, in the, you know, get in the brain and it creates a, a metabolic dysfunction of some, some kind. And so the CBD, when you get it in internally, it raises the pain threshold and changes the way that your brain perceives pain. And so it, you know, uh, goes down through the body as well. So you don't, you don't perceive it the same way that you did in the past. It's uh, less in the forefront um, and more in the background. So if there's an issue, you know, that that there, it's there, but it's not like that electric kind of can't do anything but focus on the pain kind of thing. Because when you have serious pain, it's hard to do anything but focus on it. Right. You know, right. and even and, if yeah, and, and like one of the uh, Darren put on here, can can you have her type it in, Darren? It, it's Wild Branch, and what we're going to end up doing, Darren, is we're going to take calls. You can call in and ask about the product. Or any any of that stuff, but for sure I will send you the information, Darren. I, I I'll send it to you after the show is over over with, and you you know because I'm gonna go through the website myself, go over everything. We're gonna have everything up on on our uh, Facebook page, and and on on everything. So we'll make sure everybody gets this because I'm telling you, for a lot of guys dealing with PTSD. Yeah, big time. This, this right here, if if this can help in any way, and not send them down to the VA and give them their little blockers that they 
crap they give them. Yeah, it, it really, it, it strongly affects um, the hormones, the serotonin and the dopamine uh, also levels in the brain. So um, it's really interesting how it's uh, the effects that I personally noticed with PTSD. And it's the same kind of effect in the sense like, you know, anybody that, that has PTSD, it's, it's, you know, more like an event, right? And so um, it kind of, um, what's the word I want to use to describe it? it? Kind of like separates the emotion, like you might um, have a milder, I guess, milder type version. And as the more that you take it, the more it balances it out. It becomes more and more mild as you saturate your cells with the CBD um, to the point that it's very, um, it's very manageable, and it's not. Uh, it's not keeping you from living your life as some people have suffered in the past, uh, unfortunately, with post-traumatic stress. Um, and so also, you know, with TBI and, and that kind of thing. So it's been very supportive um, in, in helping with that. And, um, and I do know y'all are working with the military on this stuff. And so that's really yep. great. And I know John is dying to ask a question. I can see it in his eyes. I can't, I can't, I can see it in his eyes. It's like, I, I know I got, cause he's writing it down. Aren't you, John? I just, I just write that. I just write down stuff. Cause I mean, you know, anything that anything that, you know, can help. I mean, uh, the oil sounds like a phenomenal thing and it's going to have to be something I'm going to check out for sure. Cause yeah. you don't, I mean, you go, you go see your doctor and they're going to pump you full of a bunch of, uh, various narcotics etc etc to try and make your life a little bit better whereas this you can take a, just a tiny bit of something and yeah be a happy camper right yeah and you can take it you know on demand so you know you can take your initial um drops in the morning if you do and something happens in the afternoon or you just feel anxious you feel stressed whatever it is you can take it at any time if your dog hates you know thunderstorms and you know one's coming up Give it to the dog. You can so, take it so, under your mouth. Go ahead. So, uh, what is the dosage? I'm curious. So, you you kind of explain how much is the in a bottle? What what is the typical dose? So, <clears throat> obviously, depending on you know each person's situation, and that that can vary greatly. But the maintenance is we we recommend three drops in the morning and three drops in the evening. Um, okay. but which is, you know, uh, when I adjust saying, accordingly. Yeah, really adjust accordingly. Absolutely. Cause like I said, you can't overdose on it. Um, I take it, um, minimally twice a day, but probably I would say probably three to five times a day, honestly. And just because it's always bumping up, it bumps up your immune system and it gives you energy. So even if you're dealing, uh, with, some um allergies or anything it, it really bumps the immune system like so this thing called chronic fatigue <clears throat> chronic fatigue yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah that's uh that's that's a big one for sure um and really you know a lot of that is is also getting getting the toxins out and and that's what's really you know has been a challenge to people because doctors don't know anything about detoxification they don't know what your body how to pull that stuff. I mean, some doctors do, but the majority of the doctors that we deal with have no idea as to, you know, what it, what 
you need to take in order to get some of those chemicals and compounds that are affecting your metabolic processes to get them out of your cells safely through your kidneys and, you know, through your intestines and, and that kind of thing. So, um, you know, and everyone should be doing a detoxification really all the time. We as veterans have been exposed to some really nasty stuff and for sure, um, should at least, you know, I, I do one four times a year, but get that stuff out of your system. And there's, there's safe things to do it. And it never feels good, but until you're done <laughs> and you're never really done. Cause we're always bombarded literally like 2 million, uh, pesticides a day. If you don't eat an organic and non-GMO diet. So we're just constantly like overloading our liver and then throw in like sugar, high fructose corn syrup, syrup you know, corn syrup, all that stuff on top of what your liver is trying to do anyways. So it's no wonder that you feel tired, you know, you feel sluggish. So, um, it's going to help. I'm always tired. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I'm saying. You've got to get this stuff out. Yeah. And so yeah. I, this is awesome, which I, a lot of people are commenting and, and, you know, they're really glad to hear about this. And so that's what's going to get us into this next part. And so what we're going to do is, so it's GWI for go for illness 22. Yep. 22. And that's what we'll put on the promo code, even under our, our Facebook page and everything. Yep. So now what we're going to get into in which you kind of almost hit on it as you were going into that. Is we're oh, yeah. going, we're going to get first in the PACT Act. Everybody, okay. soon I'm going to be taking calls in about, y'all give me five minutes. The PACT Act that's coming up in our senator's offices under the Senate, the Congress has already passed it. We, we need that passed. Everybody needs to call their senators, both of them. There's no pork in this thing. This thing deals with all veterans from Vietnam all the way up, even Gulf War veterans, even even the Camp Lejeune, which we're going to go over next week. It deals with all of it, people. You need to get all the senators and tell their asses to pass this. And if yeah. they say they're not going to pass it, then say, shit, I'm voting your asses out. I'm done. I mean, that's really what, what needs to happen because I'm tired of playing games with our senators here in Texas. If they don't want to pass it, then I'll, I'll make sure I spread their names all over this damn uh, airways that, that I can. I, I don't care if Republican, did Democrat. This is about right. us. Right. This is our time. And so everybody get all their centers. We're going to talk a little bit more as this time goes on. But let's get in to where I'm, if anybody wants to call in on this, I'm going to give you my phone number. But the University of Texas, out of Austin, came out with a study on Syrian gas. I know I sent Shannon, and I know John seen it. I sent it to him. It's been all over our Go Four pages. I mean, this is a University of Texas. They came out, and a scientist went in, did a study, and said we were sprayed with Syrian gas. Everybody can go read the article. I, it's up on my Facebook page. Go for a side face. Get your butts over there. Go read it. So it boils down to something that's a really, really sore subject with the vast majority, if not all, Gulf War veterans in the sarin gas. And this is unequivocally unequivocal proof 
that it was there and that now uh, the information is on there saying it's coming from uh, the uh, storage facilities that were bombed, which, okay, I, I'll say yes, but we also, Bullshit. although, you know, sprayed as well in low doses and this stuff went across the desert, the desert floor and we inhaled it and these things called M8 alarms that I'm not sure about the Navy. It's probably different, but in the Army, M8 alarms is the thing that yeah. the unit sniffs the air that says, hey, we've got a chemical problem here and you need to mask. Yes. And it's proof. Like you said, read, read it. But it's when, when this came out, it happened to be my son's birthday. May 11th is when this was when this was put forth. And um, there's no denying it. No, there's um, none. No denying so, it. But the funny thing is, I contacted 178 news organizations. 178. None of them wanted to hear it, right? One of them did. He was the one that introduced me to uh, Stephen, one of my past guests. And he, I sent him an email on it, and he immediately, he goes, Kevin, I'm going to check into this because he's a Gulf War veteran. Hey, his name is Mark. I'm not going to give where, where he works or anything, but he's checking into it. But not one, not MSNBC, not CNN, not Fox yeah. News, not OAN, not Newsmax, not one person has contacted so, me back. So help me understand this, Shannon, Kevin, help me understand this. Why is it that a news organization was hesitate to put the information that was put out by I mean, this, this, this university, it was the, the whole, the reason they were doing it is it was, it was government sponsored, but in the article at the bottom, you know, it says basically, uh, it's, it's, uh, the wording is, it's termed as, uh, we're not saying this for the government, um, the way, the way it's, it's, it's in the verbiage at the end, but you two help me explain in your own words, if you don't mind, why, what, why do you think that a news organization won't want to, especially not, not that it shouldn't be at all times, but Memorial Day is around the corner. And Memorial Day is what? You're, you're celebrating those, those, those of us. Who passed. Uh, those are men and women that have passed, lost their lives. Right. You know? It's called. You know, it, it, why, it, why, wouldn't, why wouldn't they want to do this? What's that word I'm looking for? Deplausible. I fail to understand. As we used to say in the military, I fail to understand. The plausible or plausible deniability. Yeah. It's not there anymore. Right. It doesn't right. exist. I, well, go, go ahead. I want to hear your. You know, I've got an opinion, right? <laughs> yes, I know you got an opinion. <laughs> you know, and it's probably not a popular one, but maybe it's more popular, becoming some popularity. But um, so I'm going to say there's a few reasons. Number one, I mean, they've been trying to slide the Gulf War illness, you know, underneath the carpet for 20 years. It's all in your head, right, Kevin? Yeah. Um, that doesn't, those, that doesn't, isn't actually what's going on in your body. You need some, you know, head medication or, or something because that's, that's not really happening. So that's like part of it, right? Um, but there are other factions that it's, it's come out, they can't deny it. And, um, you know, just as it came out in, in Vietnam that they were using, you know, um, that, that the Agent Orange and the, that was the problem for many of them. I'm sure there was other things that we don't know about. But as far as the news um, go, 
you know, the news channels are owned by like all the same people and news, if it's out there on the news, it's for your entertainment. And so, although it could be fairly entertaining for some people, you know, to learn the truth about, you know, what the veterans have actually, you know, the Gulf War veterans had experienced and what they were subjected to, um, would it get some ratings? Yeah, it probably would. It'd probably get a lot of ratings, but it'd probably piss off a lot of people and get too much ratings. And so, you know, they have an agenda and this doesn't serve their, this, this piece of information really doesn't serve their agenda. So somebody might pick it up that's a little less um, widespread um, and, you know. Well, a weapon of mass destruction that was used or, or, or against our military veterans. We have, you know, everybody, I mean, in today's society, especially, correct me if I'm wrong, not that any one of us would say, hey, look at me, but the veterans are being more acknowledged. Why wouldn't, why wouldn't it creates ratings? I mean, you look at some of the garbage that the various news organizations spew out there now. Right, and, and, and it really is. But and I it, am gonna open up the phone lines, okay? Right. I'm Let gonna them give, in, I, I'm gonna, anybody wants to call in, call in. You got five minutes. I want everybody to call in, respect the five minute timeline. And everybody knows because we're gonna have other callers. We actually got calls, De Denise Nichols. So I'm gonna take her on the phone right now. And so, Denise, how are you doing? Yes, I'm here. I'm okay, here. I'm I'm giving everybody five minutes. Okay. Okay. All right, go ahead. Well, I've known Dr. Haley since he got started. The history of this, we can thank Ross Perot because our Navy Seabees went to Ross Perot and had a meeting with him. That's one meeting I couldn't go to. I couldn't juggle. The husband uh, had a trip they couldn't cancel, uh, so I couldn't go, although I was invited. I met Ross Perot later. Um, yeah, he actually came from the whole hometown in Texcana, my mother's hometown. Uh, they went to high school together. <laughs> I'd go all the way back there. But anyway, Ross Perot went over to Southwest Medical. That is in Dallas. Okay, guys, it's in Dallas, not Austin. Uh, and he fronted the money. I went to the chancellor's office, flexed his financial muscle, but he always gave money to his hometown medical school. And he said, listen, I've met with these Navy Seabees. Many of them served during Vietnam era and desert storms. Some of them were Vietnam vets. In fact, we've lost many of them that were very outspoken in the beginning. I've tracked back and had my tears when I found out they had died. But anyway, they met with Ross. He believed them as a fellow veteran. He had gone to the Naval Academy way back when. So he flexed his muscle, and the chancellor at Southwest Medical brought in Dr. Haley. Dr. Haley believed in the very beginning, because I asked him this question, he had believed the government, okay? But Ross came in and said to the chancellor, and the chancellor said to Haley that, hey, I believe them. We've just got to find a way to prove it. And Haley took it on. The money was front-ended by Ross Perot. Then we would go after the DOD to pay back money. 
And so it went on for many years. And uh, gee, it goes back to uh, Senator Regal's hearings in 1994. Uh, and uh, Jim Tewitt that got involved. In fact, there is an article, a publication, I'll send you all the publication links, but there is a joint uh, um, publication that was done by Jim Tewitt and Robert Haley. Jim Tewitt was the staffer that was a Vietnam vet with Regal, okay? So he believed us and worked his heart out. He's still around in the background, but he was Regal staffer and was there during the big hearings and all that when we started. So ends up that he and Haley did a paper together about uh, the bombing of this uh, facilities. It, it started during the air war, people. That's when it started. It wasn't just Kamasia. It wasn't any, it was during the air bombing. And that continued for how many days and how much exposure as it drifted down. Then you add in the Kamasia and all. Well, they went in with C4 to destroy that. The serin does not burn up as vaporized, went up in the air and filtered down in the airstream. So you have all that from sarin now they're not saying he's saying it's largely from sarin not totally because we have other research going that if you combine like a pesticide organophosphate and the protostigmine bromide pills like roskamp's right. uh, mice lab that will cause an exposure so you have multiple exposures people the two things they seem to want to rule out, and there's a reason, is the anthrax vaccine. They pretty well ruled it out, even though we've got good information. But it's a vaccine pharmaceutical industry. The other one is the um, depleted uranium, okay? And that was ruled out with Haley's study. He references the other study that was done on DU, okay? And it's very scientific and very good. But I don't know if you can really roll it out or 32 years in that they weren't able to prove that point. Okay. So he's saying largely. Okay. And I wanted to get that across to everybody. Largely. A big component of it. Okay. And the other thing that I wanted to mention and get out was that people, this is going to go on for a while. This was funded by VA funding and DOD funding, okay? And Haley and Southwest have gone through heck because when they shut us down, Haley had a co uh, collaborative agreement, uh, Southwest and VA, that was supposed to go five years. And it was uh, $15 million a year to do what he wanted to do and find the gold standard. Well, at the third year, and everybody needs to know this history, people. At the third year, they stopped what we were going to do. He had taken the core uh, small group he had, the CVs and other people, as his uh, initial cohort, as, as we would call it in research. At that third year, we were going to branch it out. We had a list with Air Force, Army, Navy, Marines, everybody. I mean, we didn't have the whole list, but we had 15,000 names, okay, with different branches, different uh, service specialties. And what he was going to do was he did the survey that had been done with the initial group, 
with the CBs and hired that out to be part of calling the vet and maybe having to talk to them three times to go through the survey. And then they would be brought in to Southwest in Dallas. And Haley was trying to find the all the branches involvement and using the gold standard that he was working on for neurological, okay? Uh, at the third year, right when we were about to do that, we had done the Navy CBs, okay? <laughs> the, done the CBs. And, and our government cut it off at the third year. Southwest had already expended money ahead of time working on the issue. Southwest had to go hire lawyers to get that money that they had already expended. So it's been a real battle that people don't know. All the battles have gone on quietly. I've been involved 32 years, so I know the history. Few of us know it. A uh, handful of us, uh, probably 10, 15, 20 of us maybe, okay, that were involved that are still alive and we haven't quit. But I wanted people to respect what Haley has done. It's not it's not the total picture, but it's a huge part of the picture. I agree. I agree 100 percent, Denise. As a matter of fact, I mean, I really respected what I read on that. Yeah. But now I gotta take Darren. Uh all right. I want to ask a question. Go ahead. You guys were talking about, you know, the news media being over there in Desert Shield, Desert Storm. And Shannon was saying how, how you know, this and that. But you know what? I actually had Newsweek with me when I was over there in S.H.I.E.L.D. And we had to tell them the wrong way we were going just so they leave us the F alone. Right. And... Their people's got in trouble. They got captured and this and that. You know, that's not my problem. That's that's the media, M-E-D-I-A. Right. You know, they gave our positions away too many times, and that's when S.H.I.E.L.D. became Storm. We didn't want Storm. And, John, you know that. Right. Right. And I want to know why Denise keeps talking about Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines. Every time she talks, the Marines are at the end. But the Marines and the British Royal Marines and the the Seabees got the the best of us. And they're they're saying this Sarvin S A V I N thing was thrown out there in this. No, it was mustard gas. It turned around, and it was. It was a mop level four. I mean, you. Well, I think nobody it was, believe that. It was identified, Kevin, as sarin gas because that was what it was in the munitions, and that was what was sprayed. Um, I mean, so sarin is what was con uh, confirmed in this news article. Uh, and yes, I know the Marines were uh, the first ground troops at the forefront. Uh, nobody's I don't think anybody's disputing that um yeah but so. I've never heard of that what you're talking about the S-A-V-I-N never That's, heard of that it's it's S, correct me if I'm wrong it's Sarah and S-A-S 
Sierra Alpha Romeo India November sarin gas, correct? Yeah, well, okay, it, well, it was actually both. It was actually mustard and sarin gas that that was used. I mean, we we confirmed that for sure in the books. We also confirmed it with, I mean, even talking to the the British guy that that was on on the program. But yeah, I I believe mustard gas was also used a lot. Not a lot, only one time. No, it was actually sprayed over above us, believe it or not. Well, that's probably why we have problems right now. Yeah. yeah I would believe that. And I would and I wanna I wanna stand and Kevin, I know this is your podcast. I mean, this is your your world. This is why I'm here. You're on forty eight. I think I was twenty or twenty one. Right. And I was correct left, but <laughs> But I was, I was a little intoxicated, and you know, I watched this video over and over again, and I wanted to come back on, on the show and, and say, you know, that was everything I said was correct. But I want to, I don't want to hear in Kevin's podcast, Vietnam vets, because this is golf warden veterans. Yeah, we respect the hell out of Vietnam vets, but you know what? There was probably a lot of them over there with us, God given, or we wouldn't have had what we have. Well, I, I and think I'll leave it at that. I yeah. think this is for all veterans. We're not, we're not point. I mean, you know, the Gulf War vets, I mean, but it's really, it's about all veterans. I don't, I'm not going to eliminate, I don't, I don't feel right eliminating any, anybody that served in any where period end of story. I, I don't believe that. I want to, this is for every veteran out there. Um, uh, the context is just to say that they've been doing that to veterans for as long. I mean, we can go all the way back that they, they cover stuff up. They hide it, you know, they put it under the rug until too many people start, you know, talking about it and saying something and bringing it up and making noise. That's when, you know, things actually get accomplished or at least acknowledged. And that's all the context was to say, you know, it's it's the same situation with well, the Gulf War. But if you, but not to interrupt, but when you got new people into the show and this and that, we need to tell them that we're not talking about the Vietnam vets. This is the Gulf War veterans. You know what? We do respect them, or we wouldn't have been there. Right. But I I under, I I see where you're going with that, Darren. But the thing about it is, is we have to learn from the Vietnam veterans. That's the biggest we thing. We already did or we wouldn't been there. Yeah, but we're still in the same, no, we're still in the same boat as they they were. And and which, uh, you know, this. But we're not in the same boat. Well, well, actually. Kevin, we're not in the same boat. Well, actually, believe it or not, we are. I know a lot of Vietnam veterans. I'm not kidding you. That still cannot get compensation for what, what, well, what I, they've been I understand that. But you know what? Then you know what? Let's have somebody. I mean, John, were you a Vietnam vet? Shannon, were you a Vietnam vet? Nope. That's why I'm on the Gulf War. No, this is Gulf War illness. This is our site. This is what we do. No. Right, well, right. I, I, I understand that. I, I do understand that. But normally when we bring in up Vietnam is so we bring it up as like, hey, let's don't get screwed over like they did. Yeah, but stuff. you know what? I hope that we can learn. I, I agree with that a, a thousand percent, but let's not have that uh uh the 
don't do 50-50, don't do 80-20. Let's have what we have right now because we were there. You know what? If they want to listen, they can listen. We can get our own group. We can have a, a person like Kevin Simon and the same thing that you're doing. And you know, well, let's 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 come together, let's breach it together. Yeah, and that's what we've been doing. That's that's one thing about it. That's what this this whole show is about is is bridging it all together and figuring yeah. it out. Okay, well, I didn't understand. I stand corrected. I'm so sorry. Right, right. no, no, it is. It, it is. Left, left. And so, and so on, I mean, on that, it's just, I mean, we, I don't know what Vietnam's about. I don't, none of us know what Vietnam was about. We weren't over there or anything like that. I had uncles who were in it. But uh, but everybody talks to me the way I look and the way I talk and everything. They're like, you're in Vietnam. Well, I get that I'm all like, the time. No. I get that all the time. It's because we're aging faster than what Vietnam vets are. And we're dying faster than what Vietnam vets are. Thank you for saying it, that. It's the truth. I, I yeah. mean, it, it's, it's yeah. scientifically proved. There's a doctor who came out and literally said. Let's figure this all out. That's right. And that's where this program's going with. But we need every veteran. Right, I, I stand corrected. You know what? I stand corrected. <laughs> All right, Darren. Have a great night. I know Shane was trying right. to get in here. So, Shane, if you're strong, give me a call. Thanks, Darren. Have a great night. Hey, no problem. I'll just watch the show. Bye, buddy. And so, uh, I mean, I, I, I do understand where Darren's coming from, you know, somewhat on it. Because it needs to be about go for vets. But yeah. it also needs to be a learning lesson for later on for the younger youth. Because if my kids were sitting in there and yeah. right now, I would want them to learn from Desert Storm veterans too. Just like my uncles would want me to learn from the Vietnam guys. I mean, this is dead set on about Gulf War and the problems we're having. And it, yeah. and I know next week a lot of people are going to be upset about Camp Lejeune. Hey, if anybody wants to call in, y'all go ahead. Oh, I, I got one calling. I got Wade calling in. So hold on. Welcome to the show, Wade. Hey, how's it going, Kevin? Good, buddy. Hey, I was, was going to chime in because you know I like chiming in a little bit every now and again. Um, I was uh, in contact with uh, uh, Dr. Garth Nicholson. Some people may be uh, familiar with him. He was the originator of a researcher for global war illness. And it, all the way back to like 1997. Wow. He, uh, he he's, he's a pioneer. Um, anybody interested, they can go to his website. It's imed, I-M-M-E-D.org. They can see what he's doing, what he's done in the past. Um, and in this last week, I, I was uh, <clears throat> in contact with him about uh, this, the sarin nerve gas. And I kind of agree with his point of view. Um there was, when you look at the number of troops that were actually deployed versus the number of troops that were actually exposed, and as, as you and I talked, I was in infantry battalion in the 82nd. I was inside Kamasia. But I also have a buddy that was in the Navy way the hell away, and he is he's not good. So... I don't think, like what Dr. Nicholson said, is that might be a contributing factor, but it's not the sole 
cause. Right. And I, and I, I actually believe that. I, believe I buy into that. Um, there, there's a lot of other factors that, that, you know, play into it. Um, the one thing that I would say after listening you know, over the last couple months, veterans are angry. Gulf War veterans are very angry. And I get that. I totally get that. But there are a lot of research studies out there that they can participate in. And we've talked about this before, but if, if you're not going to get involved, then don't bitch and whine about it. Step up, take accountability, do what you got to do, and go on down the road. If you want to sit back, you know, and play a quarterback, you know, it's, it's, it's not right. Right. I agree. I mean, I totally agree. I mean, I, I mean, I talked to a, a lot of go for vets that literally they don't want to get involved in anything, but they want to complain about it. I, I mean, really, yeah, talk, I mean, I'm, I'm talking about why I'm cutting their hair. Wow. I, I mean, it, it amazes me. It's like, well, have you been a doctor? No. <laughs> but this is what happened over there. I mean, there is a lot of contributing factors. The oil wells, the different types, mustard gas, serine gas. The the anthrax shot, the P-tabs. I mean, there's everything combined, mixed together. We just don't know. We we may never know. We, we will probably know. We're going to be just like the Vietnam vets that we do not know. You know? And like, like we've discussed before, the only reason I go and participate in research studies is for my child. If, you know, if everybody's all pissed off, be pissed off if your kid is not doing well and, and, you know, throw yourself into the fire and take accountability. Go do something. Get up off your ass and go do something. Right. I, I, that's a great statement. I mean, that, that really is, you, you know, I, I, I used to be angry. I, I don't think I'm angry anymore. I'm not angry. I, I'm not, I'm not angry anymore. Now that I'm learning about it. I mean, what's there to be, totally angry about we still gotta live our lives we we still have to wake up every morning put put our big you know boy or girl panties on whatever y'all want to say in this world and get out there and do what you got to do do in life to to make it work now yeah lay around and you cannot feel sorry for yourself get up get out of bed yeah hear that drill sergeant every morning to get your ass out of bed and do something. Just move. Yeah. Yeah. Wade, I agree. That's uh, very well put. Uh, you know, get the drill started in your head and do what you got to do. So, and I, and I, and like Kevin just stated, there is a multitude of things, obviously extraordinarily heavy, chemically speaking, in a variety of different ways. Um, I guess, you know, when we brought up the, the, the story that was just brought forth from Texas, because it's 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 it can't be denied, I guess. Well, when I say can't be denied, can't be denied based on that information. The government can still deny it. I mean, because you got to advocate for yourself. But yes, it, you got to you got to get out of bed and 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 help those. You know, help one person a day. Um, you know, help help a veteran. Um, you know, whatever that is. Uh, and that is important. And I know uh, 
So I, 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 I agree with you, uh, Wade. That's definitely the thought process we all got to have. And, if you lose that thought process, you go down a really deep, dark hole. And I might as well tell you, Wade, since you're on right now, because you're going to be on next week, is next week we're going to have people from Camp Lejeune on. Uh, and and I, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I don't know. I, I know the, I know the broad right, strokes. Right. I'm, but I, I'm learning more. I'm going to send everybody some information. I'm even learning more about it. But this was during our desert storm time, our Gulf War time, as they were being poisoned. At the same time, they all got sent over to Desert Storm. It, it, I was like, what the hell? And I'm learning so much about that right now. And on top of it, because that is such a big group that was in Desert Storm that I did not realize it. And so they're going to come on in, in next week, which I'll send you all more about that. But I want to tell each and every person, I know everybody is angry. I know we're all upset, but we need to come together as one. It, it, and not as an Army, Navy, Air Force, Marine. Navy would win every time. I'm just kidding, everybody, but I love saying that joke. But <laughs> just as, as veterans, let's come together as veterans so this doesn't happen to our children. And this way we get answers and, and, and get answers. But, Wade, thank you for calling in. And, by the way, I'll be calling you tomorrow, by the way. <laughs> Sounds good. I'll be around, brother. All right, brother. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Wade. Out. All right. That's that. All right. That's so, where Wild Ranch came in. Yeah, that's right. And and, and so. Hey, um, do you have another caller right no, now? No, it's you. All righty. Well, this is Jason. We've talked before. Yes, Jason. How are you? I, I'm not well, man. Not well at all. Um, and I think that's where a lot of us are and where a lot of us have been and a lot of us have passed and we're not only not well anymore, we're not alive anymore. And, uh, you know, I've been listening to this show and I've made a few notes about a few things. Um, and it's clear to me that a lot of us don't have a really good foundation on what's been happening with Gulf War illness. Um, and, there are, is a lot of information that a lot of us do not know about, <clears throat> and we don't organize very well, and we need to. Um, the people that helped, like, you know, Denise and Jim Brown and, like, all those names that helped in the 90s, and, and a lot of them still are helping, the ones that are still alive. A lot of them are dead, by the way. Um, you know, they were organized, and they got some stuff done. Uh, and... I actually read a message from Jim Brown uh, commenting, you know, I'm, I made a comment on this Saren finding, and I actually kind of want to just start with that really quick, um, because I think it kind of highlights kind of what I'm seeing, what's going on here, uh, and we need to fix it, because if we don't fix it, we're not going to get anything done. You can tell people to get stuff done all day long, but it's not going to happen unless we get people coming together. And that's one thing that the VA has been very successful in doing is driving us apart. And so I, re I really want to read this uh, response uh, that Jim Brown uh, gave to me. And it's in a public forum, so I, I assume he's okay with that. Um, so uh, my post was basically about this Sarah News, uh, which is a big deal. 
uh, because chemical alarms, as most people that are aware that have any idea about Gulf War, especially being there and experiencing the alarms themselves, know that these alarms went off theater-wide from uh, Iraq through the whole Persian Gulf area, land and sea and air, uh, and all the way down to Saudi Arabia and beyond. Um, so uh, every chemical alarm going off and multi-service units, multi-units, ships, tents, uh, planes, you know, uh, task ripper force Humvees or whatever they were and special vehicles at the time. Um, you know, those were not, <laughs> those are not misfunctions, especially if you know the fact that the, the DOD went and to the same company that manufactured those millions of supposedly hundred percent failure units and bought a whole crap load of them after the war without any requests for modification or complaints about them being, 100% failed. So the sarin uh, issue, while it is not the only exposure that us Gulf War vets have uh, been subjected to, and when I mean subjected to, I mean that the enemy likely didn't do it to us. It was our own government that did it, our own government that did it to us. Right. Um, we didn't sign up for that. And uh, so, you know, um, it just burns me, man. But, uh, you know, so it, it was not the only exposure that we were subjected to as your guest here. Uh, I, I think she wasn't deployed. I'm not sure. Forgive me if I'm wrong, but I know her friend, Sarah, uh, who wasn't deployed that had vaccine injuries, which are very real, uh, same kind of toxicants and as a matter of fact many of the adjuvants i think are organophosphate based uh i guess some of them were mercury based too which is another toxic uh extremely toxic uh, substance to the human body and what we're really talking about here is various substances that are toxic to the human body um and that's the whole thing is that the the military um uh wants to say it's a syndrome. They want to say everybody has the same exact thing, that we all are suffering the same ways. And we all know that isn't true just by talking to each other. Um, and we know it's not true based on the science that's been done that says there were multiple exposures and there's multiple lengths of exposures and there's multiple combinations of exposures. And there's multiple genetics that people have that have predispositions that turn that predisposition that you have into a certainty, which is not genetics like you're doomed to fail. That is an excuse for the VA to shirk more of its responsibility, which what all of this cover up and all this stuff is, is shirking. But let's just strip away all the BS and get down to the core framework of what's going on here. They messed up. They injured hundreds of thousands of us. They've been covering it up all this time. And the reason why they're covering it up is because it costs a lot of money to admit it. Well, it, it, And it has been admitted. But, but Jason, Jason, it just wasn't our government. It, it just wasn't right, our right, government. Right. It, it was everybody no, in understand. theater. 
Well, we can go we can go bigger and say that the corporations control the governments and they're the ones making these poisons and they're the ones shirking the responsibility, right? We can go to that level. That's fine and that's the truth. But uh, what I'm trying to do here is just frame it around right. us right now and and what the problem we have right now. And so I'm going to get back to Jim Brown's post here because it's important. It kind of encompasses everything I just said there. And I'm sorry if I went a little Yeah, I've got about two, two um, more minutes. Go ahead, bud. Right. And so um, so basically I, I was saying because of all these, you know, various exposures, combinations, links, uh, uh, post-deployment exposures, right, because this is all cumulative to us, we all have different stuff going on. And I was very concerned myself seeing this there and report that the VA is going to exclude people like Sarah and your guest here and other people that have other poisons that cause problems with them, like Camp Lejeune, for instance, just one quick example. Um, and I typically the VA and the DOD will use this new information that's discovered, especially when it's not beneficial for them. Uh, to turn it into something beneficial for them, uh, which would be to exclude as many vets as possible from Gulf War illness. Right. So I posted quickly, you know, I I hope that the VA doesn't use it. While this is true, I hope the VA doesn't use this as an exclusionary tool. So this is what his response to that was. Agreed. Too often the DOD and VA, VA use what could have been helpful to us and adjust it so it becomes harmful. I got sick right after my first set of vaccinations before I deployed, and every exposure after that compounded the damage. When DOD started demanding that we veterans agree to only one cause back in 1995, it was because they knew it had more than one and would cause infighting among groups who centered around one cause who would then have to tear down the other veterans in order to keep their specific cause afloat. I think it Jason, I, I, hey Jason, I, John here. I, I think uh, you made a good, uh, a valid point of, um, you know, using uh, our government saying that um, if they if they acknowledge it was just sarin and not and not acknowledge that it was others, other other chemical issues. I I can I can see your your point in that, um, but I mean it it you know that that study was. Uh, incredibly um it was it, i'm sure most of us that have read it there's a lot of emotions as we read through it and then you know then when to denise's point on understanding the backstory on that um and how it came to be is is interesting um i think every little bit of information is helpful our government is our government and you know doing like what kevin said and going forward and, and making the pack or making our senators a this you know approve this pack so things can get taken care of if the funding isn't there nothing happens um but i mean i get it you can't you can't say just one thing there's just there's just too many of them to say it is one thing and, and right. i think you know w we understand that um um but we got one, you know, you would think one step at a time. Well, here, 30 years later, how many, how many, how many steps does there have to be? Um, I guess we all have to just be diligent and uh, collectively attack it as one, as Kevin phrased it. We got to go in it together. And as Wade and everybody that was having on the show, everybody acknowledges that. Um, whether it's 
um, whether whether it's because of the vaccines you were given or whether you're actually deployed to the Gulf, um, the bottom line is we're all veterans and we suffer from uh, right. a very varied things. Right. And it, um, right. I, I, and I, and that's my point is, and and I think that's what Jim Brown's trying to say here. And he's speaking from a a pretty expertise point of view of being a whistleblower and 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 being in the thick of this for 30 years i i, I agree with really you. the the va the va and the dod are very successful in putting the blame on other things or shirking their responsibility yep. so what we have to understand is that yes there's vaccine injury yes there's sarin injury yes there's all these other you know organophosphate injury like the pesticides and you know the stuff in the uniforms and I mean, it's just so much stuff. And and really kind of that is also the point, too, which is what he mentioned in the very beginning of his post here, in case you missed it, and we all frequently miss stuff, right. is that all the exposures in this short period of time compound each other. They're all cumulative. And, they're... and they all did quite a number to us that isn't understood in the scientific world. And they're beating and the hell out of us. And not only do they not... Yeah, and not only is it not understood in the scientific world that the VA and the DOD are actively working to suppress anybody from finding out about it in the real world. Right. So this is the challenge that we have. This is what we have to overcome, and it needs to be done with all of us. It can't be one group of us. It can't be a few of us. It needs to be all of us. The more, well, the better. We need to start doing it soon because, yeah, no, you know, I agree. Uh, we I need agree to strike you, while the iron's hot. I, I, I agree. I agree. Hey, I'm going to take Shane as my next because he's been waiting for 20 minutes. So, uh, Jason, thanks for calling. But and I think you each bet. week we're going to keep taking calls and everything, but we're going to call Shane now. And Thank everything, you, but but while, while we're waiting, because Shane uh, is probably going to be my last call, but as it's ringing in and everything, I just want everybody to know we are coming together as one. I've seen my podcast grow because we're coming together as one, but we're not coming together as one just in the United States. It's all around the world. I get emails. I don't think y'all quite understand how many people are emailing us and telling us, look, y'all think y'all got bad in the United States. Y'all ought to be over here in the United Kingdom or France. The guy from France is incredible. And he's coming on my show in, in, in a few weeks. And that's going to be incredible to hear what they're going through. So I'm going to go ahead and, and go ahead. Let's call Shane. Nope. Oh, okay. Well, if Shane's listening, Shane, call on in. Yeah. But, I, I mean, but I, I, I don't know why anybody don't think we're coming together. Because I do believe we, we are. I, I uh, and then, um, but I do believe a hundred percent that we're, we are coming together. I mean, yeah, this is all about vets helping other vets. It, vets, it's, it's veterans co connecting, and yes. it's going to take time. I mean, one group didn't is, happen overnight, and it's not going to. I mean, it. You I know. mean, it's been going on like this for years. But think right. about it: is is we don't need to fight amongst ourselves. No. And we have a better opportunity, you know, because we're able to sit here like this and we're in prop, I don't know where you're at, John, but you know, we're in at least two different states here 
and we talk to people, we've never had the opportunity to be able to, to speak, you know, freely about our experiences and what we believe. And, you know, thank you, Jason, for that call. That was really, really good insight and, and good putting that all together. And, and I want to respond to that to say that those people, and I say this all the time, at the VA and those people, they are not, they don't know, they're not trained on getting you healthy. That's not their job. Their job is to give you things to alleviate symptoms. However, in doing that, you're taking something that causes 14 other <laughs> symptoms, un un unfortunate symptoms. And so you end up taking you know, 20 different pills to you know, take care of all these symptoms just to try to function in, in a day-to-day -day life. But you have to understand, they're not trained. So when I went to them and, you know, and, and described all everything that was going on and it felt like, you know, I'm falling apart at the seams at 28 years old, that's just not right. Um, they didn't have an okay. answer for me. Hey, we got Shane calling it. Go ahead. Take the call. Hey, Shane. Yes. Hi. How are you doing, man? Doing good. All right. Hey, uh, what'd you want to talk about? I just got a quick question. Um, does the CBD oil help with migraines and headaches? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, okay. Is there a list of ailments that it does help with? Um, you can look at pretty much, you know, any CBD, you know, it's all going to say the same stuff, basically. Um, but I would say... Um, specifically, you know, in a, in a deeper dive, so to speak. Um, yes. And I do have actually, uh, I have many people that have had migraines and, and that kind of thing that it's, it's been very helpful with. And obviously that's because it goes and balances out the endocrine system, the hormones and what have you. But I would say what, um, I don't know what kind of, you know, other things that you might be taking. Um, so there is, um, you know, I would, I would recommend some other, some other stuff as well to get to certain things out of, you know, out of the brain that could be contributing to that as well. Yeah, because, so. I, okay. but Shane, I, I want to let you know, she is a health coach. And, and so they're, they're totally different than what doctors, what they do is they go about the, uh, it's true. You don't have to look yeah. at me like that, Jan. I'll, I'll no, uh, you're, you're, 100, you're 100% and, on. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and what she does is, uh, because I, I've been talking to her, I don't know how long, almost a, uh, almost a year. Uh, but what they do is they go in and they look at your diet, what you're taking, what you're doing, everything. Everything. And, and start turning things around along with other stuff to help yeah. you become more healthier and get the toxins out of your body. Did I explain that pretty okay. good? You did. Yes. Yeah. So we just exactly right. And, and it's a holistic approach. You know, we, we don't diagnose anything. We just, you know, listen very closely to what you're, what you're telling us. And, and we do have to know, you know, exactly what, what are you eating what are you drinking? What are you taking so that we can connect everything? And how are you sleeping? Um, what's your, what, what's going on with your hormones? Um, you know, how, what's your stress level? Your, you know, 
what is your environment, you know, and that's an internal okay. and external environment. So everything is, we take all of that information and knowledge and we just direct you as to, you know, the, the little things that you can do to start moving more in a, in a direction of optimal health. You don't have to, you know, give everything up overnight and, you know, just certain things that you can just make a decision. Like I'm going to give up this because you know, it's like, okay, we can take smoking for example, right? <laughs> I smoked for, okay. <laughs> you know, until I was, after I got out of the military was actually when I quit smoking because I knew it was bad for me, right? There's 3000 chemicals in one cigarette. There's now, it was 3000 back then. There's like 5,000 now. So one cigarette. So, you know, that's, that's the point. So we, we have to look at everything, but if you look at the research, yes, it does. It does help um, statistically with, with migraines. And, um, and, okay. And Shane's been the one that's been contacting me about, uh, about this. He was really interested in this and it's okay. If I give Shane later, like I could text him later, give him all your information and stuff. Let him contact you. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. We love to talk. Shane, you know, would, would, would you like that? Would you like me to give you the information? She can go over a whole lot more about it. Absolutely. Awesome, brother. And remember, sure. you still got to call me on everything once it gets done, right? Yes, sir, I will. All right, man. Well, you have a great night. And everybody. All right, y'all too. Yes, sir. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye, Shane. You, you know, for the first... You know, for the first night taking calls, I think we did re relatively good. You know, just trying trying to get used to all this, everybody. But I am going to start taking more calls and start chiming in. And I got to really get, I got to have one of the bells at five minutes. Ding! So that way, because I got to keep looking. And then that way I don't have to worry about it. But for a trial run on the taking in calls and stuff like that, I think it went well. Denise gave me a lot of good information. And Denise is nothing but good information and so and jason is very knowledgeable also on, on this stuff but everybody and, and right and discarded vet you're right five minutes is too short to discuss these uh complicated issues i i, I agree 100 percent. yeah and so I think it can be, but i think we should also you know if there is anything to follow up in addendum to what they've said or response to say you know Hey, like that's a really that's a really good point. And and if anybody has right. something just to add to that, add to it. And, and yeah. so yeah, I, and and it's a learning curve. This first time I took calls, and I I, I think it it went well. As we go on, things will get better, and we'll get more and more used to this stuff and everything. But the biggest thing is, guys, is we do need to come together as one. And we are coming together as one. Everything's growing. All the groups are growing. Everything, everything, every veteran is out there doing with each other is helping one, one another. I agree with that. A hundred percent. I think, I think our voices are being heard. I mean, you're starting to see it more on TV shows about the, uh, you know, exposures out there. You know, hell, Grey's Anatomy did a whole series on it. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, it's being talked about more and more and more, but we got yeah. to keep raising our voices to it. Keep the conversation going, for yeah. sure. Right. So, Shannon, uh, at the end here, 
uh, do me a solid and hang tight when, when we're all done with the recording because I got to ask you a couple of questions if you don't mind real quick. Um, sure. At the end, after the fact, but no, uh, trying to when, when we're talking to everybody and sometimes like myself, uh, guilty as charged, I don't always get down to the nuts and bolts exactly specifics on everything because we all have a lot of things that we've experienced and sometimes it's kind of really difficult to compress that. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah, maybe maybe we'll start taking like 10 minute calls and stuff like that just to have it go longer. But I am working on the phone situation and everything. But if anybody has an outside question, call me. I just gave every single one of y'all my cell phone number in this world. Don't prank call me, but just call me. If y'all literally have a question, call me, talk to me. If y'all have a statement, stuff y'all like me to hit topics on. Don't hesitate to call me. I, I'll listen. I, 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 I'm learning in this process as well as everybody else is. But I want to thank each and every listener out there. And the more and more of this go, we're going to get our voices heard. But thank y'all for listening to tonight's program. I really appreciate yes. it. Thank and, you, everyone. And I want everybody to have a great night. Y'all, please go to my website at GoForSideEffects.com dot wordpress.com or email me at kevin simon at goal for side effects dot com